yeah, he's flying. Um, credit to um, the team at Pakenham. They're doing a great job with him. And um, obviously a heavy 10 doesn't worry this boy. He's got an action. What is it about heavy trackers? Like, he, he seems to just skip through it. Did you did you know early on that this would be a, a gun-wet tracker, Stokesy? No, but I just see... I seen he's had soft track form. And, um, look, he was a very fit horse coming into this off the back up. And um, I just thought he... I was actually going in there a little bit confident today. And nice. Yeah, and uh, it was a nice ride by Michael Poy, and he's, you know, just absolutely flying for your stable at the moment, obviously riding the Seymour Cup and even Ancestry on Friday night. Uh, he's a, to- a good young jockey, and these would be uh, good wins to get country cups like this. Yeah, definitely rode it very well. He sort of kept, it, kept him one off and just kept him out of trouble and in a nice rhythm. And, um, you know, I was, in the run, you were, I sort of had the, the Dahlia was back on our inside there, and I thought, well, you just probably didn't really want to be there on, on a heavy track like that, and um, he rode the horse beautifully and, yeah, done the job. Phil, I know you're a low-key bushy and, you know, probably a bit crowd-phobic anyway, but, uh, you know, you've got this ancestry who's flying and these country cups you're winning with no crowds, these ghostly sort of racetracks. Uh, we were talking earlier on about how the jockeys, we feel for the jockeys, like Jamie Carr yesterday rode four winners and Glenn Boss and coming back to not even a, a round of applause. How's it been for you, like, to be a successful trainer and this continuing process of going to these country race meetings with, and the city race meetings with, with just tumbleweeds going through them? Is it, is it, is it almost psychologically getting hard now to, 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 to accept it? Um. Actually, it didn't really hit me till Cox Plate, to be honest with you. Just when young Michael Boy won that race on Ancestry, like such a big moment for him winning the first mm-hmm. race, you know, and his dad done such amazing things. And, um, yeah, it, it just felt, it felt strange. But look, I'm, I'm from the bush and the tumbleweeds and it doesn't worry <laughs> me, mate. <laughs> hey, what do you do with all two hoying now? Do you have um, to, do you have to raise the bar with him? I think he'd be really well suited in a race like the Eclipse Stakes at Sandia. Yep. Yeah, that'll be his next race, 1,800. Over a bit of ground too. Like we'll just, there's a sort of a, a theme to your training and maybe your mate Moods is a bit the same. As much as he had a lot of success with stays as well, you're particularly well-known for training shorter course horses. Is that a deliberate thing or is it just the way things pan out or have I forgotten all your, your good stayers? No, well, we haven't had a lot of a lot of stars. I suppose my star at the moment's a good idea, you know. Um, I really want to sort of... Oh, you know, well, we we I'll train anything. So um, yeah, we just I think I think just once I get the right horses, I'm sure we can do it because we've got a great facility down here at Pakenham, and you know the horses are racing really well, and um, you know we're just going to keep building on it. And you mentioned Pakenham; you haven't been there for all that long, but you seem to have really settled in, and the team is just clicking at the moment. How have you settled into Pakenham and the training facilities there? Yeah, so we've had to build our own facilities. We've got a farm here that we've done a lot of improvements on too. Um, well, we've only been here 18 months, so you know, I'm pretty happy with where we're sitting on our, on our second season. Um, we only come over with a small team, and you know, we've, um, we've just kept improving the facilities um, and just keep on refining what we're doing. And you know, I've got a great team of people around me. I've got you know, my foreman, Izzy, does a great job. I've got Justin Howells and my racing manager helping place all the horses. And you know, we've got our Adelaide stable going great with Tommy doing over there, and we're with chopping and changing horses every week in between the two states, and it's going really good. Oh, Justine's a ripper. She's a mate. She's a, she's an absolute ripper. We hear a lot. Uh, my kids work at Cranbourne every Sunday at Mick Kent Stables, Phil, and 
not necessarily through that stable, but there's I, I'm hearing rumblings from a few trainers down there that there's some concern about how many horses is going to be too many when all the trainers, the exodus from Caulfield and so on, and they all seem to be going to Cranbourne and Ballarat, but not many seem to be going to Pakenham, and, and Moods is uh, nonplussed about that. He can't work out why... Pakenham is, isn't as an attractive an option for, for trainers as, uh, as say some of the other centres. And I know there's not a lot of infrastructure that, for them to, to greet them there if they do go there. But do you have the same sort of confusion as Moods about why so few want to join you and Moods and Frankie Stockdale and Gareth Andrews and a few others down at Pakenham? Yeah, I do. But I, I think it comes down to a lifestyle thing, really, like maybe like the country, country air. Um, uh, yeah, so. I'm sort of happy it stays like it is. It's working for us, and if they don't want to come down and join us, that's fine. It's only because you don't like Metropolis. <laughs> but but it, is that what it is? Is it is it this perception of location down there, even though it's not as far away as people think? Is it a perception of, of the area or something? I've got no idea. Well, listen, you're not actually in Packham. You're on the other side of the freeway, and you're at Nanagoon and Garthwood, they're beautiful little towns. Um, yeah, I just don't get it. Um, obviously, there's no shop and anything around the pack and race course and it, I think that's the perception, you know, it's just a little bit away. I did drive through Nanagoon the other day and there was a guy plucking a banjo on a banjo on a balcony. So it's got that sort of feel to it a little bit. But it, but the Cooey Rup, you know, the home of the asparagus, there's a, there's a bit going on down there, isn't there? Oh, there is. No, it's a, it's a great, great lifestyle. I just absolutely love it. Um, the people around here are fantastic, all the local trainers and they're really, really, really nice bunch of people and... You know, once people get down and you get to the lifestyle, it's, it's really good. Phil, can you win the last or race eight there at um, sale today? Ten, Tad, how many? Yeah, she's going really good. Um, her win last start was good. I don't think the heavy conditions will concern, will, well, hopefully won't be a problem. Um, and sh- she should be very competitive. All right, she's around that $2.60 quote. And do you go to Bendigo with good idea? He'll either run there or he might go to the race that's Saturday at Flemington. I'll just see if he gets to see what it looks like on Wednesday first. All right. Have you got a what's your best chance? Do you think over that Flemington Carnival? I think Octane's flying. He's in the Group Two Sprint. Uh, Mister Quickie is flying. He's in the Kentala. Um, so they are my best two. Yeah. Those two for Saturday are going really well. Octane, he loves the straight, doesn't he? He does. He does. I think um, he'll. You know, he looks really well placed down there. All right. Has Moods built his tower yet down at Pakenham? Uh, no, we are working on that. He got himself a Clydesdale, which put him up at tower height. So has he still got that Clydesdale? No, I haven't seen him on that lately. We've just been um, out the front there clocking him and running backwards and forwards. Um, giving him a sore back. He's lost a lot of weight, I'll say that. He okay. told me that the other day. He's been running himself ragged, Moods. Because you have to, is that because you have to go, there's a lot of walking there at Pakenham, Philip? Is that, is that the reason why? Yeah, so we're going out watching our horses, clocking them, and then we're sort of trying to get back. We get back to the stables and just see how they recovered and talk to the jockeys. And yeah, there is a lot of walking. There's a ghost facility down there that someone built that's got everything, water walkers and everything. But Moods and I broke in there a few weeks ago. Did you? What, what's the story with that? It's like got a veterinary wing and everything. What's the story with that? There is an infrastructure built there, but no one seems to train out of it, Phil. No, um, I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, yeah, it is, it's, yeah, they spent a lot of money there, and um, no doubt. I'm not sure when it's going to open, but when it does, it'll be it'll be welcome. Could it have Stokes Racing written on it in time, maybe? No, I've got the block next door to my stables. That's right. why we don't want to be getting any bigger. Good on you, mate. Hey, your stable's going great at the moment. You've taken out another feature race in this state, and 
Uh, we wish him the best of luck, especially with Tantad Harmony later on, but especially with Mr. Quick in that Group 1 and Octane down the straight there on that opening day of that Flemington Carnival. Thank you very much. There's Philip.